What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? Thanks for tuning in to The Real Talk with Simone. I am your host, Simone, of course. This show will cover any and everything from pop culture to politics. I mean, I like to mix it up, and any discussion is on the table. I created this show because when all of the craziness is happening in the world, I feel it's important for people to be informed about what's going on. Um, Many times I think to myself, hmm, maybe I should start my own podcast to discuss the news and issues. I mean, I really love to talk, okay? I could talk all day. (laughs) But since I am only one person, I will try not to bore y'all, I promise. I will also bring people on the show for interviews and just give people the chance to tell their own stories, raw and unfiltered. So today's discussion, we will, of course, talk about Kendrick Lamar and Bill Meyer. Uh, let's just, I'm going to pray for that man. But anyways, you can also follow me on Twitter at Stay Woke Simone. Again, my Twitter name is at Stay Woke Simone. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. Okay, I'd like to start off the show with a little bit of soft news called Word on the Street. You know, I feel like everybody needs to start off their day with a little bit of soft news, nothing too serious. So let's get right into it. (sighs) Unfortunately, Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino, a.k.a. the creator of one of the best songs of 2017, Redbone, is retiring and he's hanging up his career as an artist. He supposedly said during his Gov Balls performance last weekend, you know, I'll see you for the last Gambino album. So fans were taking that like, okay, does that mean you're retiring? Like, is this really about to be your last album? Like, what's going on? But, you know, if he is retiring, I feel like that's okay because he still has, honestly, a great future ahead of him. He has his hit show, Atlanta, um, which supposedly is a great show. I need to get on that. I haven't been watching that. He also is in the upcoming movie Spider-Man. So, you know, it seems like he's moving into more of the acting realm, which which is cool, you know? I feel like successful rappers and artists in general... They do other things than music. Like, you look at one of the most successful rappers, Jay-Z. I mean, this man has title. Like, he has his clothing line. Okay. Anyways, back to what I was saying. That was no shade, by the way, to Rockaway, okay? Because back in the day, during my childhood, people were rocking Rockaway. Don't get it twisted. But back to Donald Glover. I'm excited for him to see where his future goes. Even though he's not going to be doing music anymore, I am really excited to see what he's going to do with the rest of his career. I really do. I truly like seeing rappers and black musicians in general take ownership and have, you know, a business plan, like be entrepreneurs. I really do appreciate that. So shout out to him. Moving on, Chance the Rapper will be honored with the Humanitarian Award at the annual BET Awards, which airs on June 25th. Now, y'all, I'm excited for the BET Awards. I stay excited for the BET Awards. I mean, I've been watching BET since, like, I was wearing diapers, okay? To be honest, I know some people are about to be like, whoa, like, that's a stretch. To be honest, the Grammys is probably... Not as important to me as the BET Awards for the reason being that I like seeing black artists celebrating their music, their talent. I mean, we all saw what happened with the Grammys with Adele and Beyonce. We all know that the award should have been given to Beyonce and Lemonade because it was a masterpiece, but 
whatever anyway so that's why i like the bet awards better back to chance the rapper so he tweeted quote it's an immense honor and i'm inspired to do so much more after receiving this thank you at deborah lee i won't let you down end quote and i truly 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 do believe that chance the rapper does deserve this award i mean he has done a lot for the community it's in the paycheck okay he has donated one million dollars to chicago public schools one million dollars okay and i'm pretty sure that money is going to be so helpful to the resources that they will need and on top of donating one million dollars to chicago public schools he's also provided internship opportunities for chicago students specifically um for his new music video that he's working on he said you know give in your application we will review it and we will see who will be able to work with me on my music video um in particular the videography of course and i just think it's dope when someone gives back to the community no matter how far they go in life no matter how much success they will acquire i think it's dope that you always give back to your community no matter how much money you make you should always give back to the village that raised you so shout out to him Okay, um, next. This story honestly gets me a little tight. It really does because it's just it's just trash. It's just nonsense what people get upset about. But anyways, recently Kendrick Lamar bought his little sister a Toyota Camry as a gift. Now, I don't know much about cars and um I don't really care. <laughs> but, you know, he received backlash for the choice in cars. So I'm like, Wait, are people mad at him because he bought his little sister, like, you know, a flashy car? Like, you know, but it's not a flashy car. Like, it's not a Mercedes-Benz. It's not a Porsche. It's not a Lamborghini, Aston Martin, whatever, all those fancy cars. Like I said, I don't know much about cars. But people are actually mad at him for the fact that he bought his sister a car that is, what's the word? That's humble, no pun intended, because of his song. But honestly, they're mad at him because they're like, oh my gosh, like Kendrick Lamar, all you could do is buy your sister a Toyota Camry. Boy, if you don't sit down, how are you mad at Kendrick Lamar? Because he is starting off his little sister with a starter car. Not every freaking celebrity has to go buy a big expensive car for their relatives especially their younger sister like he's probably trying to teach her a lesson he's probably saying you know what i'm starting you off with this starter car you know it comes with a lot of responsibility you need to learn how to care for your car don't scratch it up don't mess it up and then maybe further down the line you can get a better car like i don't understand that like i don't understand why people are mad you should not be mad don't worry about nobody else's pockets don't worry about nobody else's checks what they buying their sisters their cousins their uncles worry about yourself and i just think it's just it's annoying because at the end of the day people are mad at kendrick lamar but we got a lot of more stuff to be mad about like, we have Donald Trump in office. L- 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 we have Donald Trump in office, okay? This man is running amok in the White House. I feel like we should not be mad at Kendrick Lamar right now. Honestly, there are more important things in life than Kendrick Lamar buying his little sister a Toyota Camry, okay?
But anyway, so that's it for the word on the street. Nothing too bad, you know. But honestly, I can't promise y'all anything because there may be some weeks where I'm going to be coming with some real ratchet news. Like, I'm not going to lie because people really just do silly stuff. And I'm a reporter on it, so just bear with me. But this week wasn't too bad, so that's good. Okay, so moving on. This next segment is the news. So this is like, I guess you could say your hard news, news you would see on CNN and whatever else. But anyways, let's get into it. I'ma just pray on Jesus. Jesus on the main line. Tell him what you want. You know what I want? I want... White people to start, stop, start, wow, no. I want white people to stop using the N-word. Like, I'm honestly to my breaking point. I'm fed up with it. And it's not even, like, young people who, you know, don't understand the the historical meaning behind the word and and the weight that that, that, that word carries for, for, for black people. These are people who are like, well, in their 50s, 60s, these are people who grew up in that era where they know what that word truly means. And the fact that they still using it in 2017, it's just, it's, it's, it's not, it's not appropriate. The first person that I want to talk about who used the word is Bill Meyer. He has his show, The Real Time with Bill Meyer, that's on HBO. And in one of his recent episodes, Senator Benjamin Sassy, he said, you know, we would really like to have you come work in the field with us. And Bill Meyer thought that it was appropriate to be like, the fields? Oh, no, Senator. I'll have you know I am a house bleep. Now, I don't know if I should say the word or not, honestly, on air, because it may rub some people the wrong way. And some people, quite honestly, don't really care because at the end of the day, it's a reality for a lot of black folks who've been called that. But for the sake of the show, I'm just going to say N-word. So, in the ER version, let's, let's get that clear. So, he said, you know, I'll have you know I'm a house N-word. Okay, so mistake number one, bro, is that you you thought it was okay to use the N-word, and which is never okay. Bill Maya, I will have you know that that word is never okay for, 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 that, for you to ever say out of your mouth. You are 61 years old. That means you've been here long enough to know what that word means. This is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about old white males using that word and they know what it means so stop like don't act like oh I didn't know you know uh I didn't mean to like no we just we just not gonna get into that and I think because since he's dated (laughs) since he's dated a couple of black women before he think he's just down with the cause and he could just say it no sorry it still has the same weight and the second mistake, which makes it even worse, is the fact that he made a joke. He referred to slavery in a joking way. I think a lot of people are very upset. But at the same time, we're not acknowledging the fact that he also jokingly referred to slavery, to the ensla- enslavement of black people. And some people may be like, oh, well, 
you know, it wasn't really, like, making fun of, like, the atrocities of slavery, such as, like, you know, the violence and, and the rapes and all of that. I'm not going to get into all of that because I, I could really sit here and talk all day about that. But I don't care. The fact that you think it's funny to joke at something that black people had to endure for about 400 years, you really got a problem. You really do. And I don't care. The fact that you thought it was funny to to jokingly refer to slavery, which was a system that oppressed black people for centuries, and we're still... No... Newsflash, we're still catching up with the legacy of slavery. Honestly, the legacy of slavery, the money, the land, the wealth, a lot of that was built, unfortunately, on the backs of slaves, of black enslaved people. And I don't think it's funny. 2017, 2047, when we get into the, well, I won't be here, but when the world gets into the year of 3000, it's just not funny to make fun of because it's 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 a tragedy that that happened and I don't and for him as a white male to say it I'm sorry like you just gotta go and you know a lot of people have been debating about oh like should he be fired off of HBO should he be suspended should he have no repercussions at all and so I. T- I have my own opinions, but at the end of the day, I want to make sure that this show has different opinions. And so I, you know, did some digging and asked some people what they think. And generally, what some people have been saying is that at the end of the day, if you fire him, a lot of times it gets swept under the rug in the sense that, okay, you could fire him and he could be punished. Okay, cool. But at the end of the day, what some people feel like firing him is doing is taking him off of American television and basically hiding the fact that this is how America is. This is how, unfortunately, many people in this country think. They don't think that the N-word is problematic. You know, and at the end of the day, we don't even know if Bill Myers says his word in at the dinner table. So at the end of the day, I guess some people are feeling like, nah, keep him on there. Show, show the world what some people in this country are, 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 are doing. Show the world how a white male in 2017 can just say the N-word. Oh, I'm a house N-word on live television. And I and I and I understand that. I mean, one person even brought up the fact that and of course, this is not on the same level at all. But one person brought up the fact of Emmett Till and when he was murdered, brutally murdered to the to the point that he could not even be recognized. Visually, people could not recognize him. That's how brutal his murder was. And you know, his mother said when it came down to the funeral and the planning and stuff, his mother said, no, leave that casket open. A lot of people were like, what? Why Why would you leave the casket open? And she was. She said, you know, I want people, I want America to see what they have done to my son. I, I want them to face the reality is basically what she was thinking. And I mean, I respect it. I really do. Um, and in the same sense, again, not on the same level because that Emmett Till was a murder. This is not the same thing, 
But in the same breath, if we just fire him, if well, we I'm talking like I like I got power. <laughs> but if HBO fires him, what what does that say? Are we just gonna sweep it under the rug? I don't know. I honestly cannot tell you. I don't know what the best punishment is, to be honest. Because at the end of the day, you could find him and um, probably another network will pick him up. Okay? Like, it's it's really that. It's really that simple. Um, Although I don't have a conclusion, I can say it's great that we're having a discussion about this. It's great that we're having a debate about this, that we're looking into this deeply. We're trying to understand, you know... What are the what are the effects of what he has said? Um, and to be honest, when I saw it, it was really triggering. It honestly was like it wasn't like hurtful or anything because, I mean, he can't hurt me in any way. But it was very triggering to see a white male like say, oh, I'm a house N word, you know, like, come on, bro. Like, have, have some respect for the history of of black folks in America. We'll we'll see what happens in the near future. But they the HBO has said, you know, they don't have any intentions of firing him. So <laughs> there goes your answer. So debate or not, they're like, we're not firing him. Okay. So moving on to the next person that thought it was okay to use the N-word. Like I'm gonna need y'all to stop using the N-word. I don't like I don't think y'all understand the history. No, let me no, let me not even give the satisfaction. I think a lot of people do understand the word, the N-word. But back to another story. A Flint official, his name is Phil Stair, was recorded by an environment activist. Her name is Chelsea Lyon. Shout out to Chelsea, by the way. You the real MVP for getting this on on uh recording and releasing. Recording, and I need y'all to bear with me because this is this is a lot. And we're going to unpack this, trust me. But the recording says, this is what Phil Stair has said. Quote, Flint has the same problems as Detroit. Effing ends don't pay their bills. Believe me, I deal with them. End quote. So Stair is basically saying that the issue, the water crisis in Flint is, is basically like, Oh, their problem is the same as the problem that is occurring in Detroit. Black people don't pay the bills. Believe me, I have dealt with them. Really, Phyllis there? This this is the reason why Flint is in such a crisis that they can't get water after years? I don't understand why he thought it was appropriate for him to even... And this, again, this is what I'm saying. This is This is my point. This was in secrecy, in his own privacy. He was saying this to a recording where he thought that he could trust this um, activist Chelsea Lyon and say it. This is what. This is my point. People are going to say this word at their dinner table. They're going to say this when they go to bed at night to their spouse. They're going to say this in the privacy of their own home or the privacy of their own conversations where they feel like they will not be exposed. Not only did you use the N-word, okay, you... you clearly said the word but you also you also basically tried to say that what's going on in flint the crisis is basically because of black the black residents there it's their fault because they don't pay their bills you are horrendous to be honest i'm sorry it's just it's just horrible because these citizens are suffering black white whatever 
These people are suffering. They do not have water. They do not have clean water. And for you to sit there and just say, oh, well, it's black people for because they don't pay their bills. You know that's not the reason why. And this brings up another issue for me. I'm just going to unpack this and take this a, a, a step further. I was actually reading a New York Times article recently. Uh, the article is called A Question of Environmental Racism in Flint by John Elena. And what he brought up was the fact that environmental racism is a real thing. And it's, it exists in Flint today. Because I, I'm just not understanding how they still don't have water. I, I really do not understand how they do not have water. And it brings up another aspect that I think is important to recognize. Um, it reminds me all too well of the tragedy of Hurricane Katrina. And if anyone remembers Hurricane Katrina and what was going on at the time, a lot of articles, the media, communities, organizations were thinking about the fact of whether or not the government did enough or took the crisis as serious. It's been an ongoing debate. I mean, I even wrote a paper about it. And what was interesting to me while I did my research was that the media coverage of Hurricane Katrina, some of it was really interesting. For example, there's a photograph of white victims. They're in the water. They're basically looking for for some food at a local store. Um, and it's, it's really sad. And the caption of the photo said something along the lines of victims uh, in the water looking for some food to, to survive. Now, you have this same photograph, not the same photograph, but basically a similar photograph with black victims. And the label, the caption of the photograph, for some reason, said something along the lines of, Oh, um, looters. They are looting a, a local supermarket for food. So I'm like, wow, that's interesting. So the white victims, they're victims and they're trying to find food to save themselves, to survive. The black victims, they don't get that same grace. They don't get the same mercy. They're labeled as looters, criminals. And it's crazy to me because I'm like, even in the midst of such tragedy of Hurricane Katrina, you still have microaggressions, subtle racism in the media. And it's just, it's unfortunate that that had to be because at the end of the day, like I said, black or white, all of them were victims and it reminds me all too well of what's going on in Flint right now. I mean, I see pictures, I see posts in the news, in the media, on social media of Flint residents. And they don't have water. Their water is black, okay? So, Phil Stair, I don't know what you were thinking. And to be honest, I don't really care what you're thinking. You need to acknowledge the fact that 
Flint is in a crisis right now. And honestly, they need help. They don't need to be called the N-word. They need clean water. So that's enough with the news. I would like to end the show on a positive note. You know, I just like to end with some some positivity. I feel like it was very heavy. But, I mean, it needs to be done. It needs to, we need to have these discussions. I just want to say shout out to all of the black graduates. Whether you graduated from middle school, high school, undergrad, grad school. Um, shout out to y'all. I've been seeing so many black graduates on my timeline. And it honestly warms my heart. You know, I, I love seeing Black people do great things, especially with education. I love seeing that because we're defying the odds. Every every chance we get, we're defying the odds. Shout out to my cousins. They graduated high school. Shout out to my sister. She'll be graduating eighth grade, moving on to high school. It's just a wonderful thing to, to, thing to see. Honestly, I think that education can really open doors. I really do. Even though sometimes I do think that college is really expensive. Um... But shout out to y'all, and to be honest, the next step after you graduate is to utilize that degree for something valuable in life, you know? It's one thing to get get the diploma. That's great. You know, you already got the diploma. But at the end of the day, it's, it's just a piece of paper in the sense that the diploma is a piece of paper. But the real weight in the diploma is what you do after the fact to take advantage of this degree and use it for something positive, you know? Whether you want to be in business, whether you want to be in fashion, whether you want to be in journalism, politics, use that degree for something meaningful, you know? And I I can't wait to graduate college, even though I'm only a rising sophomore, but I know that when I get that degree, I'm not just getting it for myself. I'm getting it for the people who paved the way for me. So, yeah, that was our positive note to end off this show. I just want to thank everybody who supported me and listened to my first show. Bear with me. You know, I'm still creating, thinking about things that we could discuss. If you like to hear anything specifically, uh, I gave you out my Twitter. Y'all can just hit me up on Twitter and let me know. So thank you for listening. I hope you tune in next time. Talk to y'all later.